The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today is an opportunity for you. That's right. It's an opportunity to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change inside yourself that carries ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond? Do you know if you just carry a smile inside yourself all day, you're going to radiate that energy out. So no matter what that change is, no matter how small it is, it will reverberate through the lives of the people around you. So for this hour, I want you to really pay attention. That's right. Really listen. This is the world you've created. This world that you live in is a co-creation of all of your thoughts and your actions. So if there's something you want to change, how can you change it? How do you apply this just to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. Yeah, you can share information with them. But ultimately, you are the person that you can really change. And you are the person that you're responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference. And it's not by telling other people what to do. It's by taking action in your world and within yourself. You are a being of light. As you create more positive light from within you, you will attract more positive light around you. And yeah, I know you're busy. We're all busy. We lead very, very busy lives. We tell ourselves we need to be busy. We tell ourselves that we have so much to do. And sometimes busy means distracted. Distractions that lead us away from our goals away from the things that are important to us. But even as you are busy, you can stay connected to your light. You can stay grounded to the people, the values, and the actions that are most meaningful to you. What are the choices that you make in your world? See, I wonder if when you make a decision on how to spend your time, do you really think through the impact that decision has? Do you think about the lives that you touch with each decision that you make? Ultimately, that's what mindfulness is all about, is 
being thoughtful in your actions. So how do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start this morning by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? I'd like you to look around in your world and see the many blessings that enfold you. This morning, I am grateful for all things warm. Gloves and hats, car heaters and furnaces, hot water and a working stove. Those are all really important this week. I'm also grateful for all things soothing. A warm bed, a purring cat, maybe a scented candle or a quiet morning. Those have all been very, very important to me this week. And I'm also grateful for the opportunity for my own winter reflection. That's what we're talking about this morning, winter reflection. For those quiet moments of creativity and the satisfaction of a project completed. So this morning we are talking about winter transformations. You know, winter is this wonderful season where we have the opportunity to go inside. It's a season of rest, although many of us don't view it as that. We see it as more work because it gets cold, because we have different responsibilities, because the temperatures change and it makes for a different atmosphere for us to work in. But if you look at the lessons of nature, winter is a time of rest. It's a time of preparation. The cold temperatures really do lend themselves to a desire to stay indoors, to cocoon, to hibernate. But in nature, all of those activities, cocooning, hibernating, they aren't sleeping. They're transformations. And so I would suggest that as human beings in this natural world, we are also called to use this time of winter as a time for transformation. We're given the opportunity to take a pause, to stop, to slow down. And the winter makes us want to do that. Have you noticed when it's cold outside, you don't want to really go outside much. You want to stay where it's warm. When it the temperatures cool down and the growing season takes a little bit of a lull, you want to stay in. This is when gardeners start to look at their seed catalogs and plan for their gardens. This is also when we take this time to reflect You know, there's a natural kind of transition for us. We look at the new year and we notice that the new year gives us an opportunity to look back at where we've been and where do we want to go. That tradition of New Year's resolutions, and of course you know I don't like resolutions, but I like the reflection that we're called to. So when we have a beginning, a new year, a new beginning, it gives us kind of a natural moment to reflect back. And I'm asking you to do that this morning. I want you to reflect back over the past year. I want you to go all the way back in time to this moment last year. You know, maybe you have something that happened early in the year, and so you have a very significant marker in your mind of where that year began. 
Or maybe it was just like so many years before. And there's not anything really significant that you recall about last year. Maybe you wrote down goals. Maybe you wrote down resolutions. Maybe you have some written journal of what happened a year ago. I don't know. But it's useful to begin to reflect back. So did you set goals at the beginning of last year? And did you make progress on those goals? Did you achieve what you set out to do? And it's not a judgment, you understand. It's simply a reflection. How far did you get? What progress did you make? Did you get far enough that you got frustrated and gave up? So did you let go of a goal because it seemed to be too much of a challenge? Or because the obstacles seemed to be too demanding? Or did you simply get distracted? See, I'd like you to roll back to that place where you began. You might have made a goal. You might have made several goals. And maybe they were even smart goals. You know, last year at this time, I talked about that. Goals that are specific. That's right. Your specific goals, measurable, achievable. Goals that, for you at the time, were realistic and had a time frame on them. So maybe you had that goal very well defined. Did you keep track of your progress and your success? See, here's the thing that I often wonder about, is when someone makes a goal, do they also make a timeline for themselves? Or do they just put this thing kind of vaguely out there? You see, you can direct your mind to find solutions if you stay focused on what it is you want. And there's a way to do that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So as you look back, you know, tracking your success is most important. Perhaps you kept a journal. Maybe even your gratitude journal shares and as some of the things that you were focusing on, I love to look back at my gratitude journal, especially the one that I do for this program, because it kind of tells me where I was at at the time. Just the things that I'm grateful for, the different focus that I have each time that I'm writing in that gratitude journal, really lets me know, oh, that's what was happening during that time. So... I'm asking you to consider if you did not keep track of your success, perhaps you can consider doing a better job of that this year. A better way of staying focused both on your progress towards your goal and also the success that you achieve. So as you reflect on the past year in your journey through this lifetime, and through this earth, I want you to specifically identify the obstacles. What obstacles did you encounter? And were they external or internal? How did those obstacles manifest in your life? What did they look like? Were they in the form of people or systems? Or were they internal? Something that you didn't understand and couldn't find information within? Or 
an attitude, a belief. What happened to you over this past year? See, obstacles give us an opportunity to discover ourselves. I love to have obstacles appear and to evaluate, like, what is this? How did I attract this into my life? You know, and it can be something as simple as, you know, yesterday morning, I had one of those disaster mornings. I woke up late. I couldn't get my breakfast together. Things fell apart on me. Um, my cats were uncooperative. Surprise, surprise. Cats always are uncooperative when you need them to cooperate. And I think when I left the house, every light was red. And that's kind of the way my morning began. Now, I could have let that be my whole day, but I didn't. I immediately reset my head because those obstacles were about me. Those obstacles were about my own resistance or my own um, desire to stay in and stay cocooned. It was a cold morning. I wanted to stay home. And I put that out there. The universe responded, and I had to reset. And I, I then moved into gratitude for the work that I was doing. I woke up a little bit, and my day flowed differently. But you see, obstacles, it's the, the point that the obstacle, if you look at the obstacle as simply a discovery about yourself, the obstacle ceases to be important. The learning is what's important. So obstacles are a good tool to help us become more aware of where we're incongruent. You know, if we're encountering obstacles, it's often a disparity between what we say we want and what we actually believe. And so an obstacle can be a way for us to explore what's the difference, what doesn't match between what I'm consciously saying that I want and what I'm unconsciously programmed to believe. And it's not until we raise that question that we can move from the unconscious belief to a conscious awareness of that belief. So obstacles are a good tool to help us see the disparity between what we say we want and the actual actions that we take. Have you noticed that about yourself? And I know there are places in your life that you do this. You say you want one thing, but then you don't take the actions that will get you there. Why is that? Well, it probably comes back to some unconscious belief or program. And that makes sense. But if you become aware that you say you want to do something, but then you don't do the things that will get you there, that's a cue for you to go even deeper that's right. It's a cue for you to look underneath the obvious, underneath what you say you want. It's a cue for you to begin to explore and to find perhaps that unconscious programming or that unconscious belief that gets in your way. Because when you align your belief with your actions, you absolutely will manifest the things that you want. So looking back over last year, looking at what you did or didn't do is a really good education for you. It's a really good way for you to look at what was the pattern. 
You know, I think that's very important. I recognize that I have this pattern. At the end of every year, I choose some education program, some new and exciting thing to learn. And the novelty of it wears off by about March. And I generally don't put them in place. And I decided this year I'm not going to do that. One, I'm not going to jump into an education program. And two, I'm not going to jump into a program until I make a commitment to see it through. I need to change my pattern. So what's your pattern? What is your role in all of this? How do you influence your own success? See, obstacles give us an an obvious starting point for our winter transformation. When you recognize the obstacles that you have encountered in the past and you look for the pattern that those obstacles show you, then that's a place for you to begin to understand and to align your goals and your thoughts, your beliefs with your desires. Then you can begin the process of setting goals for the next year, for this coming year, and to manifest in a much more effective way the outcome that you want to achieve. So obstacles give us an opportunity to learn. What can we learn? Well, if you look at the obstacles in your life, the first thing to learn is that you are responsible for the obstacles in your life. I'm asking you to move your perspective to a place of ownership. If there is a challenge in your life, I'm asking you to acknowledge that it was you that attracted it. You are the co-creator of your world. So you are the co-creator of that challenge, that obstacle. So, if you act as if you ordered that obstacle from a menu, how would you change what you're doing? Would you see it differently? Would you do something differently? Would you have a different attitude if you recognize that it's coming to you because something in you is resonating with it. Now, I'm not suggesting that you consciously said, oh, I think I'd like to have all red lights today on my way to work. Not at all. I'm suggesting that you were unconscious. That's right. That you were unaware of making the request. However, I think that if you simply become aware, you can begin to have a choice in that pattern. We're going to talk more about these opportunities that obstacles give us and about winter transformations. Now we're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you dehydrated? 
Dehydration is a primary reason for daytime fatigue and can dramatically slow down your metabolism. Just a 1-2% to drop in body water can impair your mental focus, concentration, and physical performance. Beverages that contain caffeine such as colas, coffee, or tea actually stimulate fluid loss and promote dehydration. Today's modern lifestyles have also led to dangerously low levels of essential minerals and electrolytes for the vast majority of people. Highly esteemed Nobel Prize winner Dr. Linus Pauling said, you can trace every sickness, every disease, and every ailment to a mineral deficiency in the body. Now more than ever, we need mineral-rich alkaline water to help protect our bodies from many of today's growing health problems. Are you ready to make a change? Go to hydratefeelgreat.com and get your free trial of this amazing product you simply add to water. Let us help you discover the difference this mineral-rich alkaline water can make in your health. Again, that's hydratefeelgreat.com for your free trial. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic is winter transformations. We're talking about this wonderful season of winter when it gets colder, when we want to go inside, when literally going inside, inside our house, but also inside ourselves. This is a time for us to make a transition, a transformation into something new, something different, something more, if that's what we want. So this is... The suggestion that I give to you, in this time of winter reflection, you can look deep within yourself to begin to understand the power in you to create new patterns, new beliefs, and to manifest new outcomes in your life. That's right. I've always been amazed at my own ability to manifest my thoughts. When I am congruent, and detached from the outcome, I can very easily create substance from thought. Now, I laugh at myself because I am so much better at manifesting obstacles than I am at success. I seem to practice that much more often, so I'm better at it. And sometimes it's almost, um, it is comical for me. You know, last week, it was snowy and it was cold and I didn't really want to go back to work yet. I'd taken a couple of weeks off from my practice and I had just one day, I had a couple of clients and I struggled through the snow and I got to my office and I manifested a no-show because I really didn't want to work. And so I was a little miffed at that and I fussed about it a little bit. I got a lot done at the office while I was there. And that was fine. And so I thought, okay, I have to travel to a different office now. I've got plenty of time. I can, you know, be present early for my next appointment in another office, another city. I get in my car and there's something wrong with my car. So I ended up that day having a little car difficulties 
and not seeing any clients. I really didn't want to see clients that day, and I managed to create obstacles so that I didn't see clients. And I am thoroughly convinced that none of that happened at random. That was the ability of my thoughts to manifest into substance. And the reason I know that is I can do it very easily. I can manifest a no-show very, very quickly. Now, can I also manifest a client? Yes, I can. It's interesting to do. My point is that we are powerful in our thinking. And if we are not honest, we will still create those obstacles. Had I been honest with myself that I did not want to work that day, I would not have scheduled clients. So, again, we need to be congruent. We need to know that if we have resistance, we either need to honor that resistance and say, yes, that's what I want, or we need to convert that resistance into an openness, a flexibility. We can do either. There's no judgment here. We can do either. As human beings, I think that we are often better practiced at manifesting obstacles rather than success. And there's there's good reason for that. Our brains filter positives out because our brains are hardwired to look for threats. That was how we we originally survived in a harsh environment is our brains automatically filtered out the positives to look for the threats, to look for the dangers, to look for the things that could be life-threatening. And unfortunately, our brains still do that unless we train ourselves differently. So our brains will innately look for the negatives. Our brain will innately look for the obstacles and seek obstacles because we're hardwired that way. If we fail to understand how powerful this is, we may experience frustration in our journey to our goal because we don't know how to use our brains. We don't know how to convert that. And as we learn, we can retrain our brain to focus on the positives. Of course, that's why I always start you out with the gratitude because if I can train you And you can experience that focus on gratitude. You can begin to train your brain to look for successes, to look for positives. So in this season of winter, this time of reflection is an opportunity for us to delve deep within, into our own thoughts, and recognize how we manifest exactly what we don't want through our thoughts. If you continue to focus on the things that go wrong, you will create more things that go wrong. You know, I've climbed several mountains in my lifetime, not as a, you know, straight up climber with axes and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, the the hiking kinds of mountains. And I wonder if you can imagine this journey as I tell you this story, you know, There were several times when I was hiking on a mountain and in at the beginning of a trail, you're often in the midst of dense forest, dense trees, and you can't see much other than the trail ahead of you. And if this is a popular mountain, the trail is wide, it's beaten down, there's a lot of open flat space, and it's easy in that it's smooth 
because a lot of feet have walked it. There are other trails, other mountains, that are not so popular, and the trail becomes narrow very quickly. And the obstacles haven't been worn away by many people's footsteps. And so there's more of a sense of kind of pioneering or, you know, walking in virgin territory, although it's not. And one of those mountains that I had the privilege of hiking, or one of those trails, um, was in the Northeast. And it was a trail that had not been traveled much that season. And it was a trail that Unfortunately, on that particular summer, there had been a lot of rain. In fact, there was a lot of flooding. Some of the members of our group couldn't even get there on time because of the flooding. So the trail itself was very muddy and thus very slippery. There were lots of tree roots and exposed rock. And it was a very, very difficult beginning to the trail. It was colder than normal. The it was slow to go, and, you know, the people in the group, some some people were falling repeatedly or slipping, and it was really um, a challenge to move on this trail. And it was a multi-day hike, so we were on the trail for several days. The interesting thing was that there would periodically be when we would get up high on a ridge or to an area where there was an overlook and you could stand there and see many 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 miles you could look back on the path and kind of see the journey you could see the steepness of the trail you could see um, where it had traveled there was there were moments on the trail when you could stop and you could see where you had been and this is true probably on every mountain that I've ever hiked is there will always be a place where there's an overlook where you can look back on the journey And sometimes you can see every part of the trail and sometimes you can only see parts of it. The point of any hike like that is never about the top of the mountain. It's about the journey. And it's about the effort it took to get to whatever point on the trail. And it's also about the opportunity to see things from a new perspective. On one of those mountains, we were at some, I don't know, ridiculous altitude. Um, and for for various reasons, I um, the, the people that I was hiking with decided that I had gotten goofy at a certain altitude and that I was not to continue on. And so, you know, someone took me back down to a lower altitude where I could breathe a little easier. And it, while I was waiting for the rest of the group, to rejoin us after they got to the summit and came back down, one of the things I noticed was I was in an incredible place of perspective. I could see up to the summit and I could see the people hiking up that uh, that part of the trail and I could see all the way back down to where our cars were parked at the base. And it struck me 
that I had an incredible perspective at that moment because those cars were so very tiny. They were smaller than toy trucks. And it struck me that from that perspective, everything looked different. The things that were such great obstacles were small. And I love that metaphor And I've carried that metaphor many times in many places because it tells us that when we look at the obstacles and the challenges, as you reflect back on that list of obstacles that you encountered last year, if you now look at them from a distance, maybe they become smaller. And maybe it's easier for you now to see the common patterns or the themes of those obstacles? What's the similarity? Now, you might reflect on this by making an actual list of the obstacles and challenges of the last year. And you might look for the common patterns, the common themes. And from this list, you can write the possible beliefs that would generate a pattern of this type. See, you can unfold those obstacles and discover the common belief that is the core of your thoughts that generated these obstacles. If you keep working with that list and you keep refining that list, you will eventually come to a single statement of belief. And here's your starting point now for this year. Because then you have an awareness of what that belief is that no longer serves you. And you can begin to change that belief by giving yourself different thoughts. You can affirm a different statement once you know that, something that's opposite to that belief that no longer serves you. You know, a belief is really only a thought that has been repeated over and over and over again. So you can change that belief to a new thought, if you want to. All right, enough about obstacles. Let's look at your successes. Let's look at all the successes that you had last year. Do you remember? Sometimes it's harder for us to remember the successes. The good feelings, they fade so quickly, unless we intentionally reinforce them. Again, our brains are hardware hardwired to focus on dangers and threats. So we tend to minimize the success. We tend not to hold on to that or to carry that with us. If you notice this about yourself, if you look back and you think, I don't know, what did I accomplish last year? I don't even remember what I accomplished. Or, well, yeah, I did achieve that goal, but I don't feel it anymore. I don't have that sense of pride and excitement and just that wonderful feeling of accomplishment. I don't, I don't remember it anymore. Well, if that's true, that might motivate you or inspire you to be a little more formal in tracking your successes. I saw a wonderful idea on Facebook, a success jar. Did you see that? It, it was a lovely idea. So you take a jar, any jar. It doesn't matter. This was a, you know, a nice little like mason jar and they put some fancy stuff on it. Um, And you just, each time you've been successful at something, no matter how big or small, you write it down and you put it in the success jar. And when you want to reactivate those feelings of success, all you have to do is pull out your little pieces of paper and read them, and you feel that excitement all over again. Your gratitude journal serves for the same thing. 
Now, some people at the beginning of each year, they do a vision board, things that they want to manifest in this um, in this next year. And they put actual pictures, you know, they do like a collage, cutting pictures out of magazines or drawing pictures or um, however they do it. But they, they do a vision board that expresses what their desires are and what they are focused on for this year. Well, I would suggest that if you're already someone who does a vision board, what about doing a corresponding success board? When you have achieved something, you take a photograph of it and you put it on that success board. So you have an actual documentation of the successes in your life. Do you see when you do this, it activates that part of your brain that then creates more success. The more you focus on success, the more you create success. The more you create success, the more you focus on success. And so what I'm asking you to do is as you reflect in this time of winter transformation, as you reflect on the successes you've had in the past year, maybe you have to kind of go back and really think about them. But I'm asking you to gather up the feelings of success and carry that into now. It's useful in this time of transformation. It's useful to train yourself to have those feelings of success that you can access when you want them or need them. And this is what I'm asking you to do. Now, as you reflect on in this time of transformation, I wonder if you are aware of your soul's path. Do you have a knowing of how you are called, of the longings of your heart? I'm talking about your sense of purpose. How are you fulfilled and how are you fulfilling the things that you came to this earth to do? So that is a part of this winter transformation because if you are not synchronistic with the callings of your spirit you will be frustrated you will feel unfulfilled this is a time for you to reflect on that and to decide are you traveling the path that you're supposed to be traveling that you're designed to travel what is your nature Are you contemplative or outgoing? Are you an entertainer, an athlete, a builder, a craftsman? Are you a teacher, a caretaker, a scientist? Do you see? I'm asking you in this time of transformation to go inward and find your core being, the essence of you that travels through all time. All right. We have to take another short break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about this reflection of your journey. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Is your body running on empty? Water is the main fuel source for your body, but are you getting enough? What about quality of the water you drink? Tap water usually contains many known contaminants and bottled water is considered dead water by many of today's health experts. So what's the solution? Mineral-rich alkaline water. Mineral-rich alkaline water solves the problems of acidity, poor hydration, and nutrient deficiencies in the body. Your body needs water, and the quality of the water you drink can make a big difference in the health and well-being of your body. 
Why risk the potential dangers of tap or bottled water when you can give yourself the proven health benefits of mineral-rich alkaline water? Ready to make a difference in your health? Go to hydratefeelgreat.com and get your free trial of this amazing product. Let us help you discover the difference this mineral-rich alkaline water can make in your health. Again, that's hydratefeelgreat.com for your free trial. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. And we've been talking about winter transformations, about this time of year when we have the opportunity to go deep within, to reflect on where we've been and where we want to be, where we want to go in our future, what we want to create. So as you reflect on your journey thus far, I'm asking if you're congruent with your own nature, with who you are. Are you using your talents for the benefits of others? And are you a gift to your world? See, I'm not suggesting that we simply take time only for ourselves. That's not it at all. It's not just about what do I want to do. It's about how do I benefit others? When we make our decisions to express our talents for the benefit of others, we automatically move ourselves to a place of manifesting those things we ourselves desire. So we have to stay focused on the greater good, on what is beyond ourselves. And in those talents that we are given, we are expected to utilize our talents. So if your talents are going unfulfilled or unexpressed, perhaps this is a part of your winter transformation. How can you better use the talents that you have been given, the talents that are unique to you, and how can you use them for the benefit of this world? So, we are given so many possibilities. There are so many opportunities that arise in front of us. As you reflect back on your past year, what did you accept as gifts into your life? What did you allow to be given to you? Do you see, you are given opportunities. Did you allow them? Did you receive them? Or did you reject them? And it's okay if you did. Again, no judgment. You're simply looking at what did this past year carry for you? So were there things in this past year that you yearned for? that you still wish for or desire to do or to be? If so, this is your time to, again, reflect and to transform. As you imagine it, so it becomes. As you step into congruence from that which is deep within you, 
you begin to co-create that desire into reality. Now, the trap for all of us is we like to be the director as well as the producer. And so we like to tell the universe how to do it. And that's really not going to be effective for you. You see, we tend to want to plan out every single detail. Have you noticed that about yourselves? That's right. You think through something that you want to create. You think through something that you want to have in your life. And then you plan out every detail. And you're disappointed when it doesn't work out that way. You don't need to plan out the details. You need to have a general idea of the journey that you want to take and the outcome that you want to have. The outcome needs to be very specific in your mind. But you don't have to plan out the details. You simply have to follow the inspiration that you're given. And this is where it gets difficult for us. So we tend to spend too much time and too much thought on the details of how it will work out, rather than staying focused on the journey itself and the goal of the journey, the reason why we have taken the journey. And there are so many useful things to think about. Unfortunately, we often get distracted with the details that hinder that progress to our goal. So as you reflect, let yourself become aware of how you may have interfered with the success of your journey over the past year. Because you were defining the process rather than the outcome. Okay, so these reflections tell you where you've been. They tell you about your talents. And now it's time to look forward. It's time to release your creativity and to begin to formulate the direction and the goal. It's sort of like the bear that hibernates in the winter. That time is not just for resting. You know that... The bear doesn't spend all winter sleeping. It's also the time that the bear gives birth to her cubs. Winter is the time for you to give life to your ideas, to play with different options, to try on different outcomes, to see which fits you best. Now is the time for your vision board ideas. Now is the time to get clear on your goals. And so... There is another step here as you make this transformation, as you move from reflecting on the past to building and creating your future. That is to visualize. I know you hear about visualization lots and maybe you don't use it or maybe you do. But based on your reflections of your journey thus far, and specifically the journey of this past year. What do you want to create now? Are there some things that you put into motion last year that still need more attention to complete or to achieve them? Did you let go of something because it got too hard? Do you have now the renewed energy to take it on again? See, as you plan this new direction that you will take now, It's important to get a clear image, a picture, or a plan. And again, that plan doesn't have to encompass every little detail. But that plan does need to include the actions that you take. So, what does the outcome look like? Who's involved? What do you need to get there? 
it's important to begin to program your mind to taking the action. So a mental rehearsal of the action is also important. And this is part of visualizing. Do you understand? This is a part of creating an image of the result. So when you mentally rehearse the actions that are needed, you're preparing your brain. You're programming your brain to do these things. But you're also saying to your brain, I want this outcome. And your brain, your subconscious, will begin to look for ways to manifest that, to create that. So it's not just that you're having this vague kind of image of, you know, I want to have more money. No, that's not it. It is the specifics of what would that look like for you? What's the amount of more money? How does it benefit this world for you to have more money? It's not a selfish action. It's how can you be even better at expressing your talents with a greater income? You see, you're creating an image, a specific image of how you are a gift to this world. As you create that image, your brain will look for opportunities to express that image, to express those talents. Now, here's where many people fall short. When your brain spots those opportunities, maybe you get an inspired thought, an idea, or an opportunity, a physical opportunity actually presents itself. If you do not act on those opportunities, if you do not act on those thoughts or ideas that come to you, the opportunity will fade, and it will fade quickly. And if you continue to fail to act, remember we looked back at last year, when did you not act? If you fail to act when your brain is inspired, what you do is train your brain not to bother with new ideas because you're not acting on them. So this becomes an ineffective circle. So when you are given thoughts or ideas, something pops into your mind, I could do that. Yes, think it through, consider the impact, and then take action and do it quickly. You begin to notice that you're manifesting direction, you're manifesting the steps to that outcome because you're taking action when the universe is giving you opportunities, when your brain is identifying opportunities. You'll begin to notice conversations that speak to the path you're on. So ask more questions, seek more information, seek guidance. When you notice those conversations, you're probably hearing guidance from your own mind because, see, your mind suddenly is alert to ideas about something that you put a question in. I want to get to this place, and your brain says, okay, we're going to look for all of the solutions that might get to that place. And so conversations will suddenly speak to that path. I always am fascinated 
by paying attention to the words that come out of my own mouth as I'm speaking with someone else. Of course, in my work, I'm doing a lot of coaching and a lot of working with people to achieve their goals. And sometimes it's very funny because what I hear is the answer to my own question. As I'm speaking to them, I hear myself describing the next step on my own journey. And it's not that, again, I'm being selfish. It's that, ah, my brain paid attention to what I wanted, what I asked for, the solution or the answer to a question that I posed within myself. So you will often hear yourself describe that next step. You'll begin to experience a hunch, an insight, or an intuitive nudge, just a a way of saying, oh, I think I should look over here, or I think I should go get this book, or maybe I need to stop in here. And it can be the chance encounters that are the solution. So this is where you begin to follow the guidance of your own wisdom. In this time of winter transformation, you can begin to accept your own wisdom, your own power, and you can be grateful that you have placed an image into your own mind of an outcome that you would like to co-create. And you can be grateful for the incredible power that your mind has. Your mind in turn will give you the direction and the action to achieve this goal. All right, so this morning we've talked about winter transformations. We've been talking about how do you go from reflection to action. That's right. So we've looked back at the journey that you've been on. We've looked back at the the goals that you set a year ago. We looked back at the obstacles you encountered and the way that those obstacles gave you opportunity to learn more about yourself. And then we began to look forward at who you are, who you are meant to be. What are your deepest desires? And we've looked forward in a way that allows you to utilize the incredible power of your own mind, the incredible power of your thoughts and your creativity. You know, you can let your creativity run wild in creating new and different ideas. And you can allow yourself to use your creative genius in a way that benefits not only you, but all of our wonderful world. You can let your talents expand this year in a way that is beyond what you've ever done before. You can be more. You can give more to this earth and to the people around you, the people you love, the people who love you, and even beyond that. So this morning... We've had a wonderful discussion about winter transformation, and I hope it inspires you in some way. No, I expect it to inspire you in some way. To take new action, to look more closely at who you are and the power that you have within yourself. So this is your call to action. Don't just listen today. Follow through. Take the time for transformation. And this morning... This day, 
Go out there and make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.